And so as we look at Psalm 1, if you want to be turning there, um, oddly enough, Psalm 1 is not a psalm. <laughs> it's, it's not a song. It's not a hymn. It's not even a prayer. It's actually a beatitude. And so, so the book of Psalm is introduced with this beatitude. It starts with blessed. It's a statement about the human existence. Blessed is the person who fill in the blanks. You think of Jesus and, and his beatitudes as he talks about what a faithful person looks like. And this is how we introduce the book of Psalms. We see this beatitude. And so it, it serves as an introduction for the book, it, it kind of telling us what is coming up in the Psalms and the value that the Psalms have. And they're inviting us in to enjoy the Psalms, inviting us in to use the entire book as a guide for a blessed life. And so it's a great place for us to start as we look at the Psalms, as we read Psalm 1. Let me read the first half here. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water. What better place for a tree than by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. So we've got this beatitude. Blessed is the person who is. And then uses this metaphor of a tree. They're like a tree that's by a stream. You can imagine a tree by a stream with that kind of water source is a pretty healthy tree. It's not a tree in the deserts. It's not a, a tree that needs constant care and attention because this, this stream of water is feeding this. And so what is this person like? This person who is like a tree, what characteristics do they have? What quality do they have? What kind of tree is this? We can imagine maybe it's a, a great oak or a fir or an elm, an aspen or a pine, maybe a palm. What kind of tree is this that's next to this stream? The Bible often compares trees to those who are righteous, and the righteous compared to trees. Psalm 92 says the righteous flourish like a palm tree. Hosea 14 compares the righteous to the cedars of Babylon. A righteous person is like an olive tree. Isaiah 61 says they shall be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord to display his glory. So this image of a tree is often compared to a person who is righteous. A palm, a cedar, an olive, an oak. What kind of tree are we that's planted by this stream? Psalm 1 doesn't give us a specific species of tree. And so let's just call it the believer tree. It is this one who believes. This one who is righteous. This one that has this relationship with God. And so what is the characteristics of a believer tree? What kind of leaves does it have? What kind of branches does it have? What kind of roots does it have? The first thing that we know about this believer tree is that it's blessed. It starts off with blessed. And this isn't talking about God blessing someone. It's the, God, it's the idea from the Beatitudes of being blessed. It's blessed 
were happy because of these characteristics. Oftentimes it's translated as happy. Happy are the ones who. Happy are the ones who have these characteristics. It's a formula of a beatitude. And so it commends the conduct of the person. It says this is a person who is on the right track. They are blessed because of these qualities, because of these character traits. And so this is a blessed tree. This, is, these, this believer tree, these are ones who walk down the right path. It says they, they, walk, they, they do not walk in step with the wicked, is what the psalmist tells us. They do not walk in step with the wicked. And so there is a path that the believer is on, a path that the righteous are on that is separate and different from the path of the wicked. This is a, a person who doesn't take and listen to bad advice in the world around them. Maybe this, this happiness that they have is because they are careful about what they input into their lives. They're careful about what they feed themselves and what they see and listen to and, and, and the people that they're around. They don't walk in step with the wicked. They walk in a different path. The Apostle Paul was, was really surprised by the tendency that believers have to, to believe just about anything. In Galatians 1, 6, he says, I'm astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you to live in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel, which is really no gospel at all. Evidently, some people are throwing you into confusion and are trying to pervert the gospel of Christ. Paul's astonished that people are listening to the world around them instead of listening to God. That, that people who claim to be believers are walking in the path of the wicked. And so for the believer tree, for those of us who believe, what path do we walk in? And are those steps parallel to the wicked? Or are those steps parallel to God? Another thing that the believer tree does is, is stands against the crowd. The psalmist says, it does not stand in the way the sinners in, in the way that sinners take. It doesn't stand the way sinners stand. It stands differently. This tree has, has a visible stance that is different from the world around it. Around it. it, it it's identifiable as something that's unique. It's identifiable as something that, 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 that is separate from the crowd, separate from the sinners around them. This is a person who doesn't walk down the same path with the wrong crowd. These, these are, are people strong enough to stand against the current, to go against the crowd, to, to clear out their own trail, not influenced by the sinners around them. Similarly, it says they do not sit in the company of mockers. And so who are they sitting around? Who are they with? What are the other trees that are around them? You know, there are things that can grow around a tree that are not healthy for a tree, right? Other weeds and other trees that, that, that are more parasite-like in the way that they, they suck nutrients from other trees. And so is this tree around other trees that are healthy? <laughs> or is this tree around things that are going to suck the life from them, to drain the life from them? 
Think about the, the, the great redwoods. Uh, one of the things that allows them to stand so tall and so strong in the, in the winds is the root system that intertwines with the other trees. That because they're standing together, they're stronger. Because they're with other trees, they're able to withstand the storms that come. And so as a believer's tree, do you stand in isolation? Do you stand alone? Do you say, I got this, I can do it myself? Or do you stand with others, with a root system that is intertwined with one another to bring strength, to bring encouragement, to bring accountability, to speak truth into our lives, to speak encouragement into our lives. This is why community is so important. As we talk about gather, grow, and go, the, the growing happens in life groups. Because growing doesn't happen in isolation. Growing is going to happen with the health of others around you and being in relationship with others. So the believer tree knows that it cannot stand in isolation, and it certainly, certainly cannot survive when placed in a toxic environment of those who are cynical and unbelieving. What are the things that, that eat away at a tree? What are the things that eat away at our faith? You know, in this climate, trees can be a challenge, right? They're not fed adequately. They're not pruned adequately. We have a heat wave. We have an abnormal freeze. Any combination of cold and heat does damage to our trees. And so what are you exposing yourself to as a believer? Are you, are you exposing yourself to the extremes that's going to damage and weaken the tree? Damage and weaken our ability to grow, to be healthy, and to provide what a tree is supposed to provide. We have a tree in our front yard that I'm not sure what is going on with it, but all the leaves have holes in it. This tree is not providing the shade that it should. I don't know if it's the hail damage from those weird storms or the drought that we had, or I don't know what it is, but this tree is visibly not healthy which for someone who loves trees, it panics me a little bit. <laughs> but this, the, the leaves are full of holes. And so the tree's not doing what it's supposed to be doing. It's not providing the beauty that I want. It's not providing the shade that I want because it's not healthy. There's something wrong with this tree. It's been exposed to things that a tree should not be exposed to. And so as believers, we expose ourselves to way too many things. Things that damage the leaves break the limbs, weaken the roots, and lead to the death of a tree. And so the psalmist says, don't sit in the company of mockers. Don't stand where sinners stand. But instead, what does the tree do? It delights in the law of the Lord. It takes delight in the law of the Lord. This is why this psalm is an introduction to all the psalms because we have in the psalms this incredible book of the words of God, these beautiful songs, these beautiful hymns, these beautiful prayers, ones that, that address so many layers of the human condition, the sadness of the heart, the victory of a win, 
the challenge of defeat. The Psalms speak into every human condition that we can imagine. And so it starts off by saying, if you are going to be blessed in your belief in God, if you're going to be blessed in your walk with God, then delight in the word of the Lord. Delight in it. Soak it up. Delight in what he has to say. I think too many, too many times the, the Bible is not the first place that we run to for comfort. It's not the first place that we go to when there's crisis. It's not the first place that we go to when there is trouble. But the word of the Lord is rich. And it feeds us. And it nourishes us. And it strengthens us so that we can stand tall in the storms. And so do we delight in the word of the Lord? And the tree also meditates on the law day and night. Not just delighting in it, not just taking joy in what God has to say and how God speaks into our lives, but actually meditates on it, memorizes it, has a steady diet of it, continues on and on throughout the day, day and night, meditating on the words of the Lord, the truth of the Lord pouring in over our lives in the middle of a world that is full of deceit and lies and fake news. A world that is full of falsehoods disguised as truth. And we meditate on the truth of God day and night. And that will speak into our lives and build us up and encourage us and nourish us. Our root systems are weak. Our root systems are weak and susceptible to disease and storms and crisis and breakdown when we're not delighting in and meditating on the word of God. The believer tree is also fruitful. That the tree bears fruit. That when it is healthy, it grows and bears the fruit that it was purposed to bear. We've got a peach tree in the backyard. I've never seen a peach on this peach tree, but I'm told it does it have a peach on it? It's got a peach on it? Wow. <laughs> That's the first peach I've seen on this peach tree. <laughs> this peach tree, you can barely call it a tree, poor thing. You know, it's, it's like a stump, and then this big branch, and then like a few little leaves up here with apparently a peach on it. The, oh, there's a couple on the ground. <laughs> we did not harvest the peach quickly enough. It's now on the ground. But a healthy tree, which this peach tree is not, a healthy tree that's taken care of, that's pruned correctly, that's watered correctly, that, that has the right amount of sun and, and the, the right not amount of freeze, <laughs> um, the, these are the trees that will produce fruit. And so the healthy believer will be producing fruit. And so what is the fruit of a healthy believer? Love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and gentleness and self-control. The fruit that will be seen in a believer who is deeply rooted in a life with God. The Spirit will work through 
that believer and produce the appropriate fruit in our lives. And so when I see a peach tree that's not producing fruit, what needs to happen to that peach tree? It needs to be pruned back correctly. It needs to be nourished. It needs to be fertilized. It needs to be, it, something needs to change about that tree. And so when we reflect on our lives and see a lack of fruit in our lives, something needs to change. Something needs to be pruned away. Something needs to be watered. You need more water, less water. You need, you need something to change in how that tree is being nourished. And then finally, the psalmist says that it has great foliage. This tree looks good. This tree looks good. There's, there's something about this tree that as, as it stands there, with its, its leaves and its branches and its fruit, it's visibly appealing. There's something beautiful about this tree because, because of God's work and what, what is happening in this tree. It's full of healthy leaves and healthy fruit and branches that are, that are, that are not dead and hanging off. They're, this is a healthy, good-looking tree. Psalm 92 says that they are always green. Always green. Jeremiah 17 says that its, that its leaves shall stay green. So this is, this is a person that looks good. And not from some worldly attractive def definition of looking good. We're not saying that this is a supermodel or this is some, some worldly definition of good, but there is a vibrancy and a health to this person. That when you meet this person and you encounter this person, there is something that radiates from them because of what God is doing in their lives and what the Spirit is doing in their lives. But a good-looking tree will make things around it look good as well. When I'm shopping for a house and I want mature trees, it's not just because of the tree, but it's because I think that this house looks better because of the good-looking tree in front of it. And so there's, there's this making others look good around us as well. Trees with a lot of foliage help the atmosphere, they help us breathe better, they help give us better shade, they make life better. And so the people around this tree live better, the quality of life is better because of the presence of this tree. And so it doesn't just look good for itself, but it looks good for the benefit of others. The health of this tree benefits others, but ultimately it's making God look really good. Because a great-looking tree is glorifying God. You look at the great tall pine trees in the forest and they point you upward to God. As our opening poem talked about, the tree's branches are always lifting up in worship of God. And so we see that a healthy tree is glorifying God. Isaiah 61 says, They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of His splendor. A beautiful tree shows how beautiful God is. 
And so as our life grows toward God, others see God through us and in us. The believer tree glorifies God in every season, even season of drought, even in the storms, always glorifying its creator. And so this gives us a great picture of what the believer's life is like, who we're called to be. Of course, the psalm doesn't finish there. The psalm finishes with this contrasting image. Verse 4, not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. And so we have the tree that gives us this image of the believer's life. And then the opposite of that is this chaff. The husk that you pull away from corn. The the peeling that you pull off of an onion. the, 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 The flaky mess that comes from getting to the garlic clove that sticks to everything that you don't want it to stick to. It's like glitter. Yes. It sticks to everything. And it has no purpose. Just like glitter. It has no purpose but to be thrown away. The chaff just needs to be thrown away. It's protecting something inside, but it has no use for us. And so we peel it away and we throw it in the garbage disposal because it's worthless. And that's the opposite of the blessed tree. The blessed life in God. It's a life that just blows away. It has no roots. It has no health. It has no life. And it has no purpose. And so as we think about this, we reflect on John chapter 15. I am the vine, and you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. You're just chaff thrown away. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. And so who are we? Are we the tree next to streams of living water? Or are we the dead branches, the chaff, the the things that just blow away or burned up or worthless? And what is it in our lives that we need to be anchoring to, that we need to dig our roots deeper into? What do we need to be nourishing? What do we need to be feeding? And what do we need to be getting rid of? What are the harmful things that we are exposing ourselves to that are not allowing the tree to be as healthy as it can be? The people that are, we're around, the, the feeds that we're reading, the, the movies that we're watching, the time that we're spending on the internet, the movies that we go to, the, the, the friends that we associate with, uh, with, 
the things that we drink and consume? What are the things that we're exposing ourselves to that do not allow us to be the believers that God has called us to be? How can we live that healthy life that bears fruit and blesses the world around us? This world needs more shade. This world needs more people around it that are healthy, 